this week on the Big Eyes Podcast, we talk about some of our favorite fathers in anime, Super and Boruto returning, and Dark Deku making a stand. Welcome to this week's episode of the Big Eyes Podcast, and as always, your host LJ, and we got the one, the only, the, you know, the other emperor of the sea, my guy AD, what's good? Man, it's a, it's a tired, it's a tired Monday morning, I'm not gonna hold you, it's, you know, it's early. Yeah, yeah, um... We are recording this literally on Monday. Like Monday morning, you will. We are recording this. And you will be getting this, and we record this the same day. Um, you know the same I, day I delivery. Got, <laughs> for real, man, it really is the same day delivery. Uh, nah, uh, a quick a quick insight. I got a I got a new job. I'm cooking at a new restaurant here, um, which means Sunday nights I am at the restaurant. And I will be getting off really, really late. If anyone knows about the restaurant life, um, is a lot of, of really late nights. And so Monday mornings, we will be holding it down. And we will just be probably dropping it on a later time. More more information on that coming soon. But regardless of, it's still Manga Mondays. We're still the Big Eyes Podcast. You're still getting it. You're still getting the Big Eyes Podcast, and and nothing's going to change. My voice may just have a bunch of sleep in it, but guess what? That just, you know, it just adds to the the lore. The sleepiness in the voice is like, you know, it's just just a garnish. Yeah, man. This is is ASMR time now. Yeah, it really is. You You can play this on your walk when you're, you know, you're walking around the lake and in the park, and you want something calming. You know, you can play this because you got the sleepy time voice and then you're still going to get the same shenanigans. I think the shenanigans is going to be easier to digest because we're not saying it with a bunch of energy behind it. It's just like, like, wow, these guys are talking really wild, but like their voices are so smoothing. It's so calm. It's about to be the manga breakfast club. You feel me? Like we about to come in with uh, man, some coffee it. before we record it. <laughs> uh, fuck it, I'm I'm here for it. But um, you know what? We have a a great week in chapters to talk about. Okay, okay. Let's be honest. Was it was it a great week? It was good. It was solid. It was it a guy. We got a very solid week. You think it was all right? Damn. I mean, it, it was good. I ain't gonna hold you. It was actually really good. But you know, when when you're missing some of your favorites, it, it's it's a little bit more to be desired. This is this, okay. Let's get let's really get to what we're talking about here. It's week one without Jujutsu Kaisen, and I'm sick. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just like, like oh, oh, I'm fucking feeding. <laughs> It's so, I'm uh, fucking feeding right you, now. You you healed yet? You you got your rest in? Like man, <laughs> uh, yeah, for real, bro. Come back, man. Come back. I, nah, Hurry nah, up. Man, you know, Week take, one, take, no, no, take, no jujutsu. I'm take over it. <laughs> nah, don't, nigga. Don't take your time. Hurry the fuck back. 
Hurry the fuck back. Hit the James Harden. Hurry the fuck back. Come back too early, nigga. I don't care. We need you going on the court. Nigga, we need you right now. Scouting on the court. <laughs> man, listen. I'm listen, bro. I'm gonna put some fucking spies on this nigga. I'm gonna see what he's really doing. I know this this nigga ain't doing shit. This nigga probably in the house playing Dance Dance Revolution or some shit. Right there. He ain't doing nothing. He's not doing oh nothing. He is God. fine. He is okay. Um, nah, man. Um, I um, yeah. It's just you know, no Jujutsu Kaisen is is it's a it's a hard adjustment right now. But rest up, bro. I know when you come back, it's gonna be bigger and better, as always. Um, but no, nah, man. We got some. I you know I'm not even gonna hate because uh, Mashal got the front cover and shout out to fucking Mashal. That's my shit right now. Yeah, man. I, I, we gonna do a big talk through Mashal. I'm I'm about to go back into it. Um, I held off for a while, but now that we've actually like spoken about it a decent amount, I think it's time for like the big Mashal like discussion. So expect that coming soon. Nah, it it nah for real. I think that it is. I think it's time time for it. I I enjoy Mashal a lot. Obviously. I, I'm right now. It seems that Mashal and the Elusive Samurai right now, or the, or the two that Shonen Jump is is really seeing and getting behind. And Matsui might have another one with fucking Elusive Samurai. This week's chapter was crazy. Um, that I, I think I think listen, he got, he already had a banger with Assassination Classroom. He's gonna have another one with this one. Keep playing around. Um, but no, I think Mashal is. Mashal is great. I think one thing that I enjoy about it is that it does the OP character correct. Like, it does, you know, it, it does the OP character correct for the simple fact that they give Mashal a disadvantage. So if you don't really know about Mashal yet, it's about, it's it's easily a spin on Harry Potter. Like, that's the best. It's like, it really is manga Harry Potter with all the manga antics. It just think Harry Potter. Like, it, it has the magic. It has the schools. You have the school rivalries. You have all this deeper, darker history in the magic world. Um, you know, you think about, um, you know, so you have this kid named Mashal who has no magic and he ends up going to this school. But in that world, like people with no magic are killed. And you know, that's pretty, it's <laughs> pretty wild. That's kind right. Of a that's that's a wild like clover where like Asa, he just like, yeah, <laughs> he gets slandered a lot. Like yeah, you got no magic. Like you're, you're a peasant. Get out of here with magic. Yeah, like, like it really. <laughs> yeah, with magic, they said fuck the whole peasant stuff. Like you don't even deserve to live if you have no magic type thing. Um, so he has no magic, but he's like wildly fit and strong and physically superior to everybody else. So he makes up with having no magic of just being unreasonably strong, and it's hilarious because you know, you know, like I said, they give him a disadvantage of having no magic, but every time he goes against uh, someone with magic, he like defeats them easily. Um, literally using the power of like sheer strength and physical ability. Um, and I don't know. I think they just do that whole character right. I think that it. You know, when you make a character so OP, like think of no something like One Punch Man, it can be very hard because it's like, oh, they're gonna win, like regardless. Um, 
And so when you do something like that, the people who are supporting and are around the, that character have to be much stronger, um, you know, and, and you know, for the story's sake, and not like stronger in terms of like actual power, but stronger is like you actually have to put some care into these side characters to make this story feel like it's worth reading. And you know, from the side characters to just Marshall himself, it is just really good. I'm happy that they got that front cover. It's definitely um, worth it. I think the round cover is really cool too. It looks kind of like a like a Street Fighter spin type thing with the verses, uh, shit. So I fuck with Marshall. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. But we're not here to talk about Marshall because AD. It's, it's that time of the month, bro. It is that time of the month. It's that time of the month. Comes every month. It is that time for. Really bad Dragon Ball Super writing. And very surprisingly, good Baruto writing. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> we need to have like a meter, bro. We need to have like Dragon a, Ball Super which chapter was better sucks. this month. Because <laughs> there are times where we talk about these chapters and it's just like, Super? <laughs> bro, they just go back and forth. Super was actually good. Oh my god. Bro, Super's on a... I'm... Man, listen, Super is on a stink fest. I'm sorry. They're on a stink streak. They stink. I, I don't I am not feeling this fucking granola fight. I mean, they gotta get through all the BS right now, bro. Like I I I No, we gotta quit making no, we have to quit making that excuse no, for Dragon no, Ball Super. Bro. I'm it's sorry. It's very predictable, to, bro. It's it's so predictable. We can't we, we it's it's predictable, bro. I'm sorry. Like <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. So let's, bro, before we get, okay. we got to get it down for the people. Break it down for the people. Break it down for the people. So, if you remember from last chapter, last month, um, we had Goku and Vegeta pull up on Planet Serial. Uh, they were commissioned by Oil and Maki to come fight Granola, and they were basically pit against each other. And you have Goku and Vegeta, you know, going and fighting uh, Granola. And Vegeta and Goku get separated. So the first round is, okay, we got Go Granola versus Goku. Meanwhile, Vegeta is trying to, you know, figure out some clues about the planet. And he kind of sees, like, oh, shit, this is one of those planets that um, Frieza sent the Saiyans to go conquer. Because he sees one of the, you know, great apes of feet, not feet, um, footprints in the crevice. And so now we're in this chapter. You get Goku starting, continuing the fight, basically using uh, Ultra Instinct Blue against Granola. You know, they're they're flying through the forest, shooting blasts, you know, trying to outwit each other, just getting a feel for each other's power. And it's, it's just a lot of that high action, you know, Dragon Ball style fighting. Granola uh, kind of surprises Goku at one point. He uses his uh, cape to whip around while they're flying through the trees and like catch them by surprise and sends them flying. And they're just having like a big fight is nothing. But the first half of this chapter is nothing but a straight brawl. I, honestly, you know, when we get the anime coming back, they going, they have to do like a lot of this, this fight justice. Um, especially because he kind of uses techniques like Moro. And so right now we see like Goku and Granola have like a small exchange after they, you know, they have a little scrap and you can start to understand Granola's um, abilities where he could see like your blood flow and blood movement 
based and see how your power works based on that. And so they have that little talk, still continuing the fight. Granola is trying to keep up with Goku, shoots beams at him. Meanwhile, Goku is basically using instant transmission to try to dodge through all of his attacks. And, you know, they he has a point blank range. Kamehameha. That was actually kind of clean. Uh, but at the same time, Granola hits him in the neck and makes Goku lose power for like a hot second. So Vegeta is still trying to, like, assess the situation. And, you know, they have this conversation about, you know, my right eye can lock onto your vital points, uh, Granola. And so Goku is just trying to figure out how to still use Ultra Instinct as a Super Saiyan. And it seems like Goku is still kind of holding back. But I don't know about that one, Chief. Because Goku, Goku always is, holding back. Is, they listen, always use was. that trope of like, oh, yeah, I'm not using all of my power, man. I'm not, you know, I'm not using full power. It's the same thing. I got to see how, how this works out. And, you know, to me, that's kind of lazy. But also, like. Okay, uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop you right here. I'm gonna stop you right here for the simple fact that everything you just said, you could put this same, like, you, you, all you need to do is switch your, like, granola with just a different Dragon Ball villain. It's the same shit. You're having this fight. Goku didn't use his full power. Uh, the villain actually kind of started whooping Goku's ass a bit, and then Goku finally goes, "All right, you know what? I'm actually gonna get serious." And then now we're we're here. You know, like it's, it's just it's man. It, there's nothing about this that is giving me any. It, it it's not doing anything for me. It it's not doing a single thing for me. I mean, I agree, but only because like this is the formula that Dragon Ball always works with. But I think in this case, like Goku is the one to fight first. So hopefully, Vegeta coming up behind him does something. Because you know we always see Vegeta get hoed, <laughs> like it, 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 it's 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 inevitable. Vegeta is gonna get hoed, but like that might come with like a caveat this time. Like Gr- Vegeta might actually beat Granola next month. Spoiler alert! Like we don't even get to see Vegeta fight. We all we saw is Goku fight, and then like <laughs> he gets kind of I mean, go, I mean, and I mean, it ends dumb too. Like and so, Goku you, goes it, Ultra Instinct <laughs> perfect. And then you know starts beating up Granola. So okay, so who we think is Granola? And then next thing you know, yeah. we figure out that Granola made a clone of himself, and was like, yeah, "Oh no, I actually, yeah, he split his power, made a clone of himself, and was like, oh, no, actually, I made this clone so I can reserve my power to fight Frieza.' Um, but pretty much, like, I guess I have to like." fight you now because you guys are really strong and you know he he knocks out goku and now you know at this end we get this vegeta i mean so vegeta like figures out like the whole thing like vegeta just randomly just is like oh yeah i have all this knowledge of this planet and also it seems that we got played by uh maki and oil and actually this planet is a planet that the Saiyans destroyed under Frieza's control and, and whatnot. So, you know, you know, Vegeta just randomly pops up with all this knowledge. <laughs> He's just like, oh, actually, I know everything that's going on. You know, it only took me, what, 15 minutes to figure this all out. You, you know what's the worst part about this, though? It's like we as the reader 
knew about this like three to four months ago. So like Vegeta figuring all of this stuff out is like reiterating like, bro, we already know this. Like the fact that you're discussing this with Goku right now and taking up at least like five pages of the manga is kind of unnecessary. Like I understand that you have to somehow get the characters to understand what's going on, but us as the readers already know what's happening. So I'm gonna need y'all to speedball through this, man. Like just a little man, bit. Man, it's whack. It's <laughs> whack as hell. Granola's whack as hell. The cereal ends is whack as hell. Fucking Vegeta. Hey, Vegeta talking about genocide though at the end. That shit crazy. It was like, nah, fuck <laughs> yeah. that. Like, you the last surviving. He was like, you the last surviving member. I want to kill all you. Want. Like he said, fuck that whole. <laughs> Me, Vegeta, my dog. I mean, but I could already see the. Listen, I could already see the ass whooping coming a thousand miles away. He's not gonna have his moment. Unless I mean, I don't know. His moment's gonna be. He might show some emotion in terms of. You know, even so, when they were training, you know, you talk, you know, Beerus talked a lot about Vegeta having to let go of the past, and you know how the past like keeps him from, from, you know, really moving forward. And I think that Vegeta's moment in this is probably when he does actually let go of the past. He might even have a moment where he he lets go of the whole Prince of Saiyan shit. You know what I'm saying? Like having a That's moment of letting that go. I mean, that's what I mean. Listen, I would, I would, if they did that though, I would enjoy that more than anything else. At least it's something different. At least it's something out of the box. It's at least, you know, for them, at least it's something coming from left field, like in, in, you know, from them. So I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. I would enjoy it though, but he has to, he's going to have a moment where he has to kind of let go of shit. And I think that's gonna be his big moment. So whether it comes in a in a moment where he's like talking to Granola and, and forces Granola to come to their side and see that they're really not his enemy, or if it comes in a moment where he uses that to like kill Granola or destroy, like, you know, whatever it may be, he's gonna have this moment where he has to kind of let go of the past. And you know that point is gonna probably come somewhere. I, I just don't know how it's gonna come out and how it's gonna happen. But I think that's gonna be his moment. I mean, I still think he's gonna get his ass whooped though. It's not a it's not a Dragon Ball arc unless you usually get his ass whooped. That's really when the arc really starts. Here's the thing. After Vegeta's first ass whooping, that's when things really heat up. <laughs> that's sad because I, I see where you're coming from and I kinda agree with that, but also I don't think Vegeta is gonna directly lose to Granola. I think he he's gonna win. They might give it the spin where he beats Granola, but he's getting he gets surprised by the heaters because they figured out the plan. So now I feel like that that might be where the plot twist comes in. Like I can understand if if, if Vegeta loses and, to and Granola, heaters, heaters just, jump, you said the heaters, heaters jump this nigga. I'm gonna die. <laughs> Hell yeah, he's gonna stomp that nigga. Out. If they stomp them niggas out, bro. That shit would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm I'm it's right there with like you on that. Fight back, nigga! Fight back! Fight back, <laughs> bro! They start. They oh, yeah, yo, it's gonna be like that. The last funny ha ha David skit ever. <laughs> These niggas about to jump me. Jump me. <laughs> stop, <laughs> man! Stop, man! Yeah, that's me. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's exactly how it's gonna go, too. There oh, it is. Man. He's gonna punch that hand out. That's- but I don't know, man. Dragon Ball, I don't, I'm going to be real. Dragon Ball Super is in a tough spot for me right now. It's just 
there's nothing about it right now that is that is giving me any type of like even like I said, even this fight, this fight is doing nothing for me. It's doing nothing for me. I think it's I think it's pretty huff. It's it's pretty huff. I, I'm I'm literally just waiting for Frieza to show up. That's that's it. I'm expecting the freezer to show up by September. So that means for the next two months, it's still going to be trash chapters. So <laughs> that's how I, I feel man, about. Let's be real though. Does Freezer really pull up? How does how does Freezer even know this shit's going on? The well, like, so who the contacts Freezer and be like, "Hey, these niggas." The heaters, fighting. the heaters contacting. Because remember, do the heaters, he, did the the heaters who, actually. So did well, they so actually have a contact at Freezer though? Yeah. Yeah, because they've been making business moves with Frieza the whole time. So I'm pretty sure that they have some type of way to get in contact with Frieza, whether it's talking to Zuno. I think that's one of the questions that um, Oil and Maki did ask when they pulled up on Zuno. So I'm pretty sure there is some type of way to contact Frieza at some way. If not, they, he has like outposts with like all of his with his like army uh, across space. So I'm pretty sure that they have Frieza. some type of way to communicate with them. Um. But that being said, I just want Freeze to pull up. Freeze to pull up is a it's a whole different ball game because that that the story is actually moving. Man, I don't know. I think Freeze Freeze be Freeze be using burners and shit. Be changing his phone. Listen, bro, you can't have the same phone for too long. He a trapper. You know, like, oh, yeah. like don't hit him that. on the next tail, man. Niggas must forget Freeze really El Chapo, nigga. Like, think about <laughs> this. This nigga done escape. This nigga done escape death. This nigga done escape death. <laughs> Hey, bro, Frieza really El Chapo. You not know, bro. He's, listen, y'all can't find this man. I cannot find this man. Um, but nah, so you know, super is whatever. Baruto though, I fucked with this Baruto chapter. Amato, a wild yeah. nigga, bro. But I mean, I, I mean, we we always had that suspicion of Amato. Amato be, you know, he oh, yeah. be a scheming ass nigga. Oh yeah, Amato is definitely scheming. Um, last chapter. We had Boruto take the food pills to kind of help suppress the the karma going throughout his body because you know he he got possessed by what's his name Momoshiki back during the Jigen fight. So Naruto gave him the pills from Amato. We still don't know what they kind of do, but as far as he said, they kind of also work against people in the Hyuga clan who have to be Akagan. So make sure to not give them to his wife or his daughter. So only give him to Boruto. So he ate them. Um, then Boruto had a little fight with Kawaki and the rest of his crew. And Kawaki made a declaration that he's going to get stronger so that he doesn't have to, you know, put every, anybody else in danger, especially Naruto. So we start off with this chapter, him having like a bad dream, cold choking this man out. Like he's trying to figure out like what what's making you so special? Why is Jigen choosing you over me? Like what? why is Ishiki choosing you? And he don't he does not understand. And Code is like, bro, I'm gonna just kill you. Like if you wasn't if you wasn't the the chosen one, I I'll murk you right now. And then <laughs> Koaki wakes up. He's he's in the hospital with um Amato and um I, I forgot her name. Um I forgot old girl name. But he it, she's oh, basically yeah, Amato's she, assistant. Assistant. Yeah. Yeah. So Amato is right here just saying, um, you know, you, you still having one of those dreams about code, like um He's code haunting this nigga. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he the fact that he knew too, he was like code, huh? He was like, Yeah, that nigga like, fucking you up in your head. Like, he all up in your head. And this boy waking up with nice sweats. Yeah. Oh my god. Also- code got the- <laughs> 
Cold living in this nigga head rent free right now. Oh, that's big facts. That's so sad, bro. Kawaki oh. a scarred nigga, man. That nigga needs some therapy. The everybody keep talking to this nigga about car. Nah, they, they, everybody keep talking about this nigga about the, the car and the code and fighting and all this shit. Like, bro, get this nigga some mental health help. Like, this nigga is traumatized. This nigga has issues. Exactly, Kawaki, yeah, bro. They need to put that man in a day treatment program. Like, <laughs> Six weeks of nothing but extensive <laughs> around the clock rehabilitation. care, <laughs> meetings, rehabilitation, meditation, all of that. Like, my boy need to get himself centered right now. Y'all keep trying to throw this man in the heat of battle. He over here, he can't even sleep at night. Kwaki fucked saying, up. Kwaki got PTSD. Like, I'm not even sitting here, like, bro, like, even though you got rid of the karma, you still a vessel, my nigga. You, you still got that imprinted into you. Like, even though Ishiku's soul may have been extinguished, but it doesn't change the fact that you're his vessel, bro. Like, you were once this man's, like, next next re- reincarnation and Kwaki just not hearing that he don't want to believe it he he jacked up a motto on the wall i'm like damn bro like he, he ain't nothing he ain't doing nothing but spitting facts bro he ain't doing nothing but spitting facts are you really upset at nah, your Mato doctor know, right now Mato, like, i don't know how to get under that nigga's skin though motto motto's like he a weird ass adult because he really do like he like fucking with these kids bro like uh, a motto low-key kind of like he, he be on this weirdo stuff now I'm not like it's just like why are you antagonizing this little nigga, bro? Why are you antagonizing yeah, him right now? Amado, listen, Amado, asshole. Amado's like that, you know, that one family member that just knows, you know, one of them older family members that just know how to get under your skin, just consistently does it. Yeah, he read. Like he just cousins, be reading. He just be reading the fuck out this nigga, bro. Like, yeah, nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. I I see. I see how to get. I see how to get by you, my guy. Like he he's he but he's sitting here while Kawaki hasn't posted up and he's like, you know, the idea that you had with Boruto to like extinguish code isn't bad, but there there's a fatal flaw. You're just assuming that. So, you know, even if you succeed, you can't you you can't have Boruto resurrect until like the karma completely goes through his body. So right now they're going through two different types of plans. One is having Boruto kind of suppressed the uh, karma, and the other one is having him actually be possessed and re- reincarnate himself. So, like, the, they're going to eventually clash with Code at some point. Like, that's inevitable. The way that this is going, now they're they're going through a different plan. You just need, and they're trying to figure out how to get, um, you know, what's the next steps basically. So, Amato comes up with this plan, and he's like, you know, there is a way to get you more power. But you, you, I don't know if you're gonna go for it. Like, you know, you can't, you can't be a pussy on me. You know what I mean? Like, that you, there is a way, but you got to take it for yourself. And it's basically a new karma, and it's only going to be a weapon. Like, it's not going to do anything with repossession. You don't have to worry about any of that extra stuff. It's literally just going to be power, straight power. And you know, if you hear somebody say that to you, what's your first reaction? The niggas is like. Pretty much, it's like nigga, you know, you're here telling me if someone came up to me and was like, "Listen, your ass needs to get possessed again to get stronger," but it's not like you getting fully possessed. Your ass just needs to get strong. Like it'll give you the same power. It just wouldn't be possessed. I don't know. Yeah, I probably take that deal. I mean, because you might end up like, 
because on one hand you might end up like Kafka and Kaiju, like we're going to get to that in the next, uh, next part, or you could kind of be like Shigaraki, you know what I mean? And well, they kind of the same thing in a sense. Cause if you, if you let like the power take over you and if you let the power take over you and you just like become enthralled in all of that, you know what I mean? Like what happens then? So pretty much there's a possibility of like the power actually taking over, like you not being able to control it, but it controlling you type thing situation. Yeah. yeah. Versus a person controlling you. I mean, I ain't a bitch. So, I mean, my power ain't going to take over me. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm built different. I'm built different. Hey, nigga. Hey, listen. Sorry about nigga. Hey, listen. Sorry about Kawaki, but nigga, I'm built different. Nigga, hell yeah, I'm taking that deal. I'm punching holes through walls um, just cause. <laughs> I'm punching buildings down, bro. The hell, give me that type of power. Shit, I'm wilding out. That's me all day. Oh, hell man. yeah, I'm taking that. Oh hell yeah, I'm taking that deal. <laughs> oh man, if I could just have just the power, just the power, none of the extra shit. Hell yeah. Kwaki is listen, bro. He ain't trying to. He ain't really trying to win right now. That's really what it is. He's trying to get it. Not, trying to do it by. He's trying to, you know. Listen, a little PEDs never. The rules, man. Listen, a little PEDs never hurt nobody, bro. Come on, how you think Mark McGuire hit seventy home runs? How you think? You know what I'm saying? He ain't trying to have no. I think A Rod got to six hundred home runs at the, at the end of his career, bro. He ain't trying to have no man, asterisk on shit. his name. Hey, listen, listen. The check's still cleared, though, right? I don't know. You check still cleared. I don't know, man. You can't take away the home runs. You can't take it away. I don't give a fuck the Astrich, bro. You can't take away the home runs. You can't take them right away. Right now, he ain't got no home Listen, runs. That's why you need to take them PEDs. <laughs> that's why you got to take the lead. <laughs> what? That's why you need to take them. <laughs> Kawaki really not trying to win, bro. Listen, a little HGH. Listen, LeBron takes HGH. By he just didn't take it this means. season. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all telling me LeBron doesn't take HGH, bro. Whatever. Like, you know that I'm nigga not, does. I'm not stuff. hearing this. We not finna do this for LeBron, bro. LeBron, LeBron is definitely. LeBron don't. Because he's a lab rat. Nigga got the HGH in his no. goddamn system. He just got premium. He playing for PRM high strand HGH, though. Like, that nigga pay a top dollar. Like, he's not getting no mid-ass HGH. Like, that's Kawaki's not getting no mid-ass HGH either. He got, like, the premium shit put on the table for him. He, he trying to pass it up. Nah, That's 100% bro. raw human growth hormones right there, bro. Nah. Untouched. I like Amato did Uncut, some uh, Amato definitely did some work with that. He had a Roachy Morrow in the lab room. Like, mm, now you talking about? He said he's cut with fentanyl. Yeah, he got the HGH <laughs> to the foot in it. Oh, damn. Yeah, nah, he might bro. be stepped on. I mean, yeah, I mean that's also a thing too. You can't really trust a model. Models, exactly. Know, scheming ass nigga. So he might give you some stepped on work, <laughs> but he also might give you some kill. You know, that's an issue. Like it's kind of like you gotta take that 50 50 chance. Like you gonna take it? I don't know. And that's that's where I mean, Kawaki is at right now, though. That's where that's where he nah, is. Kawaki, Kawaki just moody, bro. They you know what I'm saying. Like they need a bro, no, he ain't like, never took drugs. He he, he, <laughs> he never took no drugs, bro. He never took no drugs. Man. I mean, that man about like 13 years old, bro. Like he he, he ain't oh, never took oh, nothing. Oh, the most he took is like a little ibuprofen, bro. Like. That Kawaki look like one of them punk rock straight edge niggas. So you you might be right. I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. He booty though. I mean, you know, you know, you but you know, Baruto, Naruto, they love them booty ass characters. They love them some, you know, no, love them some little goth emo niggas sitting in the back, but not the cool ones. Like Kawaki's not like the goth nigga that listens to Paramore. He's like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's the like weird goth nigga that says like poetry and shit that speaks in prose. And stuff. <sighs> That's the type of nigga he is. Ew. But man, whatever. We got to get to the real niggas here, though. Because that code, code niggas. Yeah, let's get to the real niggas. Like, meanwhile, as he's walking out, uh, Ada's listening in because, you know, she got the clairvoyant eye. And we kind of we get the name of her eye. It's called the Senringan. Um, But she's listening in and she's like, you know. He he really cares for the Hokage. Like she she might be kind of endeared to Kawaki. He might have a little you know mm. little play action coming in. That nigga, that nigga um, selling no deal. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, we're not gonna get into that. But re- right now, it is just you know listening and kind of feeling for the kid. And Code is like, nah, like I <laughs> I'm only after these guys. Like <laughs> I gotta kill everybody who killed my god. So like Hokage, he gotta go. Boruto, he gotta go. Kawaki might stay alive, like out of respect for Ada. But everybody else, they 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 gotta get they they off. They gotta get up out of here. Hey, Code a real nigga, bro. Code really live by code. Now fuck with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, hey, bro. I like his fit too, bro. Like, oh the fit's the fit's nasty. The fit's nice. Like, nah, I, I love yeah. how Code was like, man. Listen, yeah. I let your little I let your little boyfriend ass nigga live. It was like, oh, my son, niggas, niggas dead. He's like, fuck out of here. He's like, that's why I can't budge on this. He's like, I'm letting one nigga live. You know I want to kill that nigga too. He was like, you know I want to kill that nigga too. He was like, but I gotta, you know what I'm saying? He was like, but I gotta let him live because I got respect for you. But like, he was like, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna if I gotta let him live, everybody else, they have to die. Like there's there's no there's no other way I'm I'm letting that slide. Like all of them, all of them gotta go. Yeah. So meanwhile, you have like uh Bug the old guy who was the caretaker for Ada, um, trying to really get them up out of here because he don't want no problems, he don't want no smoke. If they stay there any longer, they gonna cause him some trouble. And he's like, bro, like, w- what is it gonna take for y'all to just leave? Like, I don't even want to be a part of this. And Ada's like, you know, don't even worry about it. Just, <laughs> just go ahead and pull me up one more. It's like they giving alcohol to minors. He's strong, though. I don't even think she's a minor. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they're minors. I they got to be at least eighteen, at least eighteen. Nah, I, ain't, um, I mean, I'm still minor, nigga. Damn, they're not twenty one. I'm gonna look it up after this. Where, where eighteen year olds drinking at? Other than Wisconsin, you can drink at eighteen in Wisconsin if you're present with a twenty one year old. Everywhere on every college campus. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. I mean, Poppy at the fucking oh, man. corner store. This nigga was selling me swishers at like 15. So I know it's probably fucking easy to get goddamn liquor <laughs> underage. She got that. She got that McLovin. She got that McLovin ID. Four locos. <laughs> Four locos. That's what yeah, they said on. Yeah, she got that McLovin ID. Uh, nah, that's <laughs> funny as hell. But nah, I. Like this whole little, I don't know. I, I I'm just enjoying this in Baruto because you could just, I don't know. It's a lot of just internal strife that you can see with these characters, and like, you no, know, even with Kawaki shit. Like he, you no, know, he has to battle like this 
urge, like, damn, do I get this power back? Like, everyone kind of has their own personal battle going on right now, and I and I'm enjoying that and how they're they're kind of weaving it all together. Um, it's great. Like, even with this code thing, like. You know, he's like, bro, like they they killed my god, pretty much. He was like, bro, this is is deeper than rap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know, then you you look at uh, what's her name again? Um, uh, Ada. Ada, yeah. And then you kind of look at Ada. You know, her her whole thing is starting to, you know, her own motives are starting to seep out. Uh. I don't know. I, I'm just enjoying where this story is going. And then also, bro, we got introduced to a fucking monster. Shout out to Damon. Yeah, Damon. <laughs> Her other night. So she she so they still having the conversation in the uh bar. And Code is like, so what happens if you find yourself alone with Kwaki and he tries to kill you? And then she's like, I'll introduce you to my other night. Kind of cuts back to uh Kwaki for a quick second. Uh he's walking through the city. And, you know, he's really dwelling on all of this, um, all of this stuff. He's dwelling on the dream, what Amato said. Uh, Shikadai tries to say what's up to him in the street. And this nigga has an outburst. Like, he's he's just really just moody boy in his head, bro. Living in his head rent-free, bro. Fucking that nigga up, bro. He's booty and just emotional. Yeah. You need to get it, yeah, like, rumors is spreading. Like folks is hearing about what's going on, bro. Like maybe my is good for this nigga. Maybe he does need just squint over my. He needs some cheeks. Man. That's what he need. And goddamn, he, yeah, he on some other shit, bro. Cry baby ass niggas, right? Telling you, bro. But I mean, Bronto, they love yeah. the moody ass niggas once again. They love them. Like these are the characters that they just fucking live for. Any character they can have yeah. to be some emotional emo ass nigga where he has to go search for power. Damn, this nigga really is having his Sasuke story. I am really now just putting this together. He is having his Sasuke story. If he does, yeah, if man. you if he runs yeah, off, man. I quit. So here's the thing: Boruto starts off with uh, Kawaki versus Boruto, and like they're already kind of like in their teens, like Shippuden Naruto. So I mean, this like, it runs off. I'm done. It's kind of heading in that direction. Yeah, it's kind of heading in that direction. I don't know if Boruto runs off or or Kawaki runs off, but the, we're we're getting to that point. Somebody's about somewhere. to run off. I'm gonna be oh. sick. They really are just like you know what we're gonna tell the mm-hmm. damn. See, I start praising it, and then I start thinking more, and then now I'm about to start bashing it again. This is the Damon. But this see, here's the thing: they're laying it out at least they're laying it out better than they than Super does. That's all I'm saying. Like I, I, I could respect how they're doing because they're leaving a little bit more to be desired. They're leaving stuff to the imagination so you can piece out. Oh shit, how is this gonna go? I mean, yeah, I'll say that they they're definitely leaving more to the imagination. They're leaving things on more of a cliffhanger. They're leaving things a little bit more kind of in a suspenseful feel um, of things. But I don't know, like. Once you start seeing the connections between the news like this, and I think that also the issue is too is that naturally, if you've read Naruto, you're naturally gonna start drawing comparisons and seeing the similarities between characters. So they're not, you know, especially when you introduce an all new cast, it's not like you know, thing with Super is, um, you know, these have been the same characters since you know the fucking beginning, pretty much. So you're very used to their, you know, their ways and how they do things. I mean, this, you have newer characters and obviously you're going to have them have slightly different personalities, but 
you know, you once you start drawing those comparisons and seeing they even them going through the same kind of trials that the character in the in the previous series is going through, you're kind of just like, oh damn, like are they gonna do the same thing or are they gonna how are they gonna handle kind of this new character being in the same situation? Like how are they gonna react differently? How are they gonna do this? Um, I mean, and I mean that is what right now is giving it the edge in terms of it's like writing even though it may feel the same it's like okay at least we're playing with different pieces here so we we are able to see like okay how is this how can this situation play out different yeah um we even get to the point where even after kawaki leaves you have ahmad amado and his assistant uh kake um trying to discuss what amado means about giving kawaki this new power and Kake is trying to figure out what does he mean and trying to like get get her little spy on, you know what I'm saying? Trying to weave information out. Like, but <laughs> Shut up, bro. she's this terrible. She's terrible at bargaining, bro. She's terrible at all of it, bro. She sucks, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a horrible informant. My God, dog. You're setting nobody up. You're setting nobody up, bro. You it's yeah. a spot your scam from a mile away, bro. She sucks. She put the yeah, wrong nigga. She put the wrong person in the field. Hey man, she got it. She's she here's the thing. It's it's a growing experience. You know, she she got to get scammed a couple of times for her. <laughs> You uh, gotta it's a girl, bro. You gotta get scammed just a she little bit. They be like, "Hey, bro, like this is this is why this happened." Like, <laughs> you gotta read. You gotta read the room. <laughs> man, this thing called model called her stupid. A model called her stupid. He said, "You're either really smart, or you're really stupid." He was like, "Listen, ain't no, it's a 50 50 toss up." They just they made the decision it's for the it. For the next it's really phase. funny like, because you know stupid. there like, there are nah. a lot of honest folks, especially in like Naruto. If you think about where Naruto came from, it was just like you know you you have a respect for people trying to get information out of somebody to be honest. But like, <laughs> hey, these niggas is supposed to be ninjas. These niggas is supposed to be ninjas, bro, and they suck at spying. Like that shit don't make no sense. How the fuck are you supposed to be a ninja and you fucking suck? Like, isn't that this, like a core thing about of being ninjas, a fucking this is... ninja? Is stealth? <laughs> She's unstealthy as hell. She's shooting in broad this daylight. CSI Konoha, bro. Like they, CSI they, they got computers Kuna. now. They got like detection equipment. It, it... <laughs> See, that's another thing too that be pissing me it, it's, off. It's built different. That's now. another thing too that be pissing me off about Naruto. Like how y'all got all this technology and shit, and you niggas still wearing like wooden sandals. Like they got no sandals or no tech. There's no like, they ain't no, they no. None of that shit. No fly knit. They don't I got mean, no fly knit sandals. No, to make them lighter. Like these niggas still be rocking. They still working on it. They just they just built a machine gun out of like um what they called it like a fire jutsu mini gun like way back. I remember that, bro. Like they they just now getting all of this good equipment. They just built trains. They they're working on like no. Yeah, these niggas got. They got no Healy Tech. They got no. <laughs> they got no goddamn. This man say. They got no goddamn bubble jackets. No, no, no Adidas boost on the goddamn sandals, bro. They can't even be cozy while you fucking running around in the in the forest chasing niggas. Like you still gotta wear. They finna have motorbikes, bro. I'm telling you. 
All right, man. We all we, yeah, we, yeah. we, no, no, we no, keep no, no. diverting, but we gotta keep we gotta quit diverting from the real goat here, David. I'm saying bro, we we, we go in order. Yeah. We just had to go in order real quick just to like play it up. Like, oh, all right, man. so we the, we gotta the, end on David because I'm, I'm yeah. the double bronco for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we go back. We cut back to Ada and Code and Bug. Um, they go to the chamber where Damon is at. Um, and she explains that he's the only other person who is capable of killing Ada, but not in Otsuki. I, I, I can never pronounce that properly, but um, Otsuki. So they open up the chamber, and nobody's in there looking around. Ada is the only person who notices, like, what's going on. All of a sudden, Damon on the back of uh Code's back, about to murk this nigga. He's like, you got this nigga in a goddamn chokehold of death right now. Hey, bro, and he hits the little brother like, you my sister's new man? Like, <laughs> hell yeah. That's the first question that comes out of his mouth. This nigga says, where you from? What set you bang? You messing with my sister? Like, he started asking this man. He was like, who the hell is you, bro? Like, he was like, man, I ain't playing no games. <laughs> and I mean, and then he's, you know, it gives the gives the warning too. She's like, "Hey, yo, chill, you know." And we we don't. figure out very soon why she gives the warning. <laughs> he's like, she's "Don't, don't, like, hey, don't chill. <laughs> like, don't attempt to kill this nigga at all. Like, just let him chill." She's like, "Yo, Damon, like he's straight." He's like, Damon, he's straight. Like, Damon, he cool. He's like, okay, cool. He was like, you know, fuck around with my sister, though, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, Cole got friends on. Yeah, they did. Code, I mean, Code don't probably Code Code can probably get out the friend zone anytime you want though. <laughs> Kawaki gonna Kawaki gonna fumble it anyway, so Code's just waiting for that moment. Code gonna dirty Mac this nigga. Watch Boruto pick up the bag. Hell no, nah, Boruto. <laughs> Boruto be yeah. Boruto get played, bro. Boruto is the Hokage son. He the rich. He the richest kid in the in the whole city. Come on, nah, now. he only he only got Kane because he's rich. Or he ain't got no game because he got Kane. Ah nah, bro. He he got he got some slight, bro. Shout out to my man Walter. But anyway, um, you got some guards coming in, and they they see that the cyborgs are free, and Bug tries to give them the warning, like, "Hey, yo, y'all might want to leave because y'all gonna die. Like, don't even try nothing. Like, and they they kind of see like Bug is a hostage, but they're trying. You know, they got to they got to save him. Like, that's their job. That's their duty. So Cole looks at him. Not cold. Uh, Damon looks at him. One dude puts up his gun, and all of a sudden his face gets blown off. And it's like, what? What the fuck just happened? Another dude pulls out his axe. Next thing you know, axe is in his head. Like, what's going on? And and Damon's just laughing, laughing at these niggas just dying, like <laughs> just off at all of these niggas. He even drop kicks one dude and leaves the last one to get his own head cut off. He ain't even pulled a sword out all the way. Like. Damn a goddamn beast, bro. And then we figure out that his power is pretty much like if you att- if you if you attack him with an intent to kill, however you pretty much envision killing him, that's how you end up dying. So he like reverses your attack on you and your intent to kill onto yourself. Which, first of all, is a cold fucking power. Secondly, this nigga I, I don't it's only because his name is Damon. But he gives me Damian Wayne vibes. Shout out to the goat Robin. Uh, just because he seems like a little asshole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I, I fuck with that. I fuck with Damian, bro. I fuck with him. I fuck with him laughing at these, like finding joy and killing these niggas too. He was just like giggling about that shit. Yeah, man. That man is a walking Uno reverse card. Bro. He- 
Uh, he really is. It's cold, bro. Damon really that deal. I'm fuck with Damon. I can't wait for Damon to kill one of the, I hope Damon kills somebody in the in the in the village. Oh, I, I expect it to come. I, Cause ain't nobody gonna understand his power at all. The only person who might is Kawaki. Kawaki or Amato. Those are the only two who I expect to like at least understand. Hey, Amato gonna be shook when these little cyborgs pull up and, and look this man in the eye. He might piss his pants. <laughs> Model gonna drop that cigarette out of his mouth, drop on the floor. <laughs> you know, pee on himself and say funny. Nah, but now nah, Barto Barto is good this month though. I banged with it. It was yeah. a lot of fun stuff, a lot of fun things. Let's get into these last two chapters that we want to talk about. Um, we can kind of speed run through Kaiju because it wasn't much happening. Um, you know, last time we talked about it, Kafka got you know he was locked up. He you know he so he had to meet the. He had to meet the head honcho, and the head honcho was like, yeah, fuck all this whole talking shit. Yeah. Like, we about to fight. <laughs> he, he pretty much is trying to, like, test test out uh, Kafka's will. Is he really a kaiju? If he's not, then, you know, I'm about to off you right now type deal. But Kafka, Kafka lets the kaiju take him over. So at this point, uh, I mean, okay, but like, are we surprised though? Because the general was whooping his ass. And he got, and like, you got to remember that their they're, they're weapons. They're like special grade weapons are all made from kaijus. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the general, his weapon is made from... Kaiju number uh, two. Yeah, kaiju number two is like the second strongest or like the strongest fucking kaiju to ever, you know. So, like, he's like the only person with the power to wield it. So, you know, you really get this this battle, with C- which is like kaiju number eight versus kaiju number two. Um, like this big slugfest and Kafka Kafka loses it and you know he was getting his ass whooped though and he kept trying to know he's like trying to battle himself he's trying to like fight without using his powers and you know pretty much on his on his brink of death the 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 kaiju takes over for a bit yeah and so you have that you have that battle um Kafka is trying to, you know, regain control and or at least speak to number eight to tell him to stop. Because at this point, Kaiju number eight is really starting to dive into the general. And you see um what's her name? Yeah, tables uh, Kikoru Kikoru about to like lose her dad in front of her and just swinging his man around. He just has this whole flashback about what she says to um what she says to Kafka is like, if you're really another kaiju, like just out here trying to kill, like harm humanity, I'm going to end up killing you. And she knows, she knows that he's a good person. So she still wants to believe in this man. So it's like, all right, like he's still fighting, still fighting with the uh, kaiju with him. And he, at one point he does rip free, but then the kaiju eats him again. And it's like, damn bro. Like how, how did that happen? Like, you really about to take this L? Legs and everything. All of a sudden, this man is about to put the finishing blow on the general, bro. Punches himself in the heart. Took his own heart. Or punch himself in the core, right? Because yeah. like that's 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 where all kaiju's. Yeah, I mean, shout out to and also shout out to him. You know, you know the power of love. Yeah, you know, man. His, you know, little love interest. You know, that's, you know that I drew him back. That was fun. I mean, kaiju's kaiju is very entertaining. Is very, I mean, it's it's high action. It's been nothing but high action, pretty for for the most part. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a fun few chapters. This kind of drew out a little longer than I thought. I kind of thought this was gonna be over last chapter. 
I mean, I didn't think they're gonna like make this you, like some real long ass battle. You gotta think about it though. It comes out like last week was the the break week, not this past week, but the chapter before it was a break yeah. week. So they they didn't have a chance to like wrap it up like they they could have. But I think this week we're gonna get the wrap up. Um, so I expect them to have like the full cool down moment. Kafka probably gonna be like passed out on the ground, and they gotta like resuscitate him. And the general is gonna have that talk in his head, like you know he's not that bad of a person. You know, go heal him right away. Um, and his daughter might come down and like check up on everything. You know what I mean? Like, you know, really can't say shit. That boy slumped. That boy punched <laughs> that nigga into the wall. He was about to end that man. Man had his <laughs> light was flashing before his eyes. That man could not you know, cash out get... on his life insurance, bro. Like, man, that boy. <laughs> he didn't get a Kaka chance to retire. To... He had two more years. Kaka was about to get that nigga a shit bag. That shit <laughs> was crazy. Nah, man. Kaji was good, though. Yeah. And all right, let's, let's end this on. Let's end this with some My Hero. Because we getting some negative Deku. Yeah, man. Oh, fuck yeah, I care. I am so happy that my boy is finally here. Look at my son is finally here. Yeah, man. He said, fuck all the bullshit. He was like, man, tell all my, you're dead weight. He said, nigga, go, go back home. It's like, nigga, I'm straight. Yeah, he man. Said, that McDonald's, he said, that Wendy's faux for foes hold me down. I don't need your home cooked meals right now. <laughs> <laughs> So that five dollar Taco Bell box is holding me down right now. I said, "Fuck all the other shit." He said, "Nigga, look, I got shit to do." Man, all right. Um, last chapter, uh, you know, he he had the whole conversation with All for One inside of that mansion in the woods, and All for One, being the menace that he is, blows up the whole mansion. So now we have the aftermath, and we have the hero sitting in this warehouse, um, talking about how they escaped, barely escaped that ex- uh, explosion um uh, but all of the stuff that was inside that mansion was destroyed without a trace and so they they're trying to still get information from lady naga but she she's kind of weak right now they don't even know how she's alive um so they're just like trying to figure out the next steps about how to deal with um one for all all for one and deku and even the public is trying to like figure out what to do because um, the cops are have their own ha- they have their own problems to deal with, and they're trying they're trying to like figure out what can they do, who can they call upon? Because you know people are starting to quit. Even one of the uh, first heroes that we see the um, the construction dude, that man took off all of his gear and just just went back to like a normal regular everyday life. Like it was kind of crazy to see even he quit, and he was one of the people who was always on the front lines that we see like from the beginning. So, like, there's just a whole lot of negativity going on. Like, all the law and order is gone in the world. The power is unchecked in the streets. And so, like, if people find out the wor- the truth about One for All, Deku is going to be the one just, like, always in the negative action. Like, no matter where he goes, he's just... Hey, the fact that these niggas be... Hey, the fact that these niggas be snitching after they fucking leave is so whack. Hey, Heroes is whack. Yeah, man. Like, every, every day you just figure out how Heroes is just whack, bro. <laughs> maybe they Here's do the thing, bro. Maybe they do have you ever die. quit a job and then like when you get your new job you start to explain why you quit your old job no I've never done that to a job okay yes I have I've definitely talked shit about an old job at a new job but oh, man. it's not the point here <laughs> niggas is like tattletelling like secret ass information like, niggas is on some like Heroes are hoes, bro. Like, I'm really convinced that heroes are some hoes. Like, every time, every chapter, I'm just thinking, damn, this nigga all for one is right. This nigga might be right, bro. Yeah. yeah. 
And that's been the whole contention. It's like, you don't want to side with that man, but as they get into it, the more negative stuff gets, the more that people's lives are really put on the line. Like, bro, like I said, every he said every time a hero retired, they just be snitching. They just be leaking information. Niggas turn to chatty patties every time they quit being a hero. Damn, heroes turn to superhead, bro. Like heroes are current Stephens, dog. The niggas say, "Fuck it, I'm done. I'm about to go fucking do a tell-all book, man. What y'all want to know?" What type of freaky I'm shit y'all want to know? I'm done. <laughs> Damn, and bro. at that moment, <laughs> Endeavor, no, at that moment, Hawks gets a text from uh, All Might saying that Midoriya caught another villain and <laughs> just immediately just caught this nigga. Like, ran in the spot, caught this man with the black whip. Dark Deku is menacing, bro. Dark, Dark Deku. That nigga turned into fucking Batman. I fuck with it. That nigga, that nigga yeah, been athlete Batman right now. That nigga about to start shooting people. And he's he's literally just going out catching all of these villains and like saying, hey, he ain't got no intel. Just just be careful. Just be careful, All Might. And All Might sitting there like, hey, bro, just wait a minute, bro. You you don't you don't want no lunch, bro? Like, stop the this nigga, for a second, this nigga my Deku, guy. Like, this nigga Deku shitted on that nigga too. He was like, nigga, I'm I'm fucking just as powerful as you were at a hundred percent plus some because I got that damn recoil boost. Like he was like, bro, your, your ass is whack. Like, get fuck out of here with the dumb shit. He was like, man, get out of here, man. This is a whole one eighty from chapter one, Deku, bro. Like when 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 you see Deku, he even has the flashback to to the um to the what is it, the sports festival, and he's like, bro, I need you to tell the world that I am here. And now that he's at this point, and you know he's at a hundred percent, and he's off like trying to protect the world and keep him out of harm's way. And he, now that he has off one, even all my, is kind of shook. He's like, bro, you don't even look back at me. Like at, at one point I was the person in your, like in your vision, but now you don't even try to look back to just to see what, like what's going on. And you know, all Might is really like Deku's father figure. We still ain't seen him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I don't Father's know. day done passed by all, all Might. Hey, listen, I might start buying, all might trying to be a father. I might bro. start buying into the I might start buying into the theory that this nigga offer one, this nigga Deku dead. <laughs> I might start buying into that theory. See, listen, is it the offer one this nigga dad or this nigga dad just really did not care? This nigga dad was like, man, fuck this kid. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be against it because we did find out um who Yuji's mom was. So it's like it, it's kind of I'm not against a villain being our hero's parent. That's all I'm saying. It was Yuji's mom really a villain? She just misunderstood. Yeah, she she was um Kenjaku, the the dude that possessed Geto in them. She's just misunderstood. Bro, you don't see the stitches? All right, I'm gonna show you. The I know. Later. I'm just saying. Bro. She's, she's <laughs> just misunderstood. She ain't really a villain. My ass. <laughs> oh, man, my hero. My hero. She's just a misunderstood woman, bro. That's it. That's it. Took a real took a, oh, took a real nigga like Yuji's dad to hold her down. <laughs> real nigga, real dad shit. You know what? Fuck it. We, we talked about my hero. Let's get into a quick before we leave. No, wait, wait, wait. We got we at least got we at least gotta mention Stain. Okay, yeah, yeah, Stain, Stain was ducked up while they had the whole conversation. Stain, Stain was there, you know, he lurking. Stain might I don't know if Stain gonna try to swing on this nigga or not. Maybe he's gonna die. Uh, that last panel with Deku looking that menacing with the black whip? I don't know, Chief. They said this nigga was caked up with blood. I mean, Deku been beating the shit out these villains. 
<laughs> that could be putting hands on niggas, bro. Oh, this nigga Deku be putting hands on niggas. Oh, my, I cannot believe this. Talk I cannot believe nigga this. Deku nice. Oh, man. I can't even talk crazy about this nigga, though, boy. That's crazy. He done a complete 180. Dark Deku code. His brain finally broke. I'm happy. I'm happy that he's finally getting in touch with his negative side. Him and Bakugo might be friends now. Now, Bakugo going to hit that nigga with the soldier boy. Be like, he stole my whole flow. Word for word, bar for bar. Like, oh, now you want to start killing and murdering and beating these up. Like, nah, bro, you was on this whole love and light shit. And now, now look at you. It came to the dark side. Nah, Bakugo gonna be clean. Bakugo gonna be the savior. Yeah. He gonna be the bright one. He, you know, he gonna be the one to pull Deku back into into reality. Tell that nigga to chill out. Nah, that's gonna be Ochako. Hell nah, shit. You know, you know the power of love, man. Bro, he don't, man. Deku ain't worried about her. All right, we we will see. We will see. It's gonna be Bakugo, right now, bro. Negative Deku is it's gonna be, right now. Negative Deku is on. It's gonna one. be Bakugo, bro. He has he has more respect for Bakugo than he does Ochako. That's the wild shit. Ochako just liked this nigga, but he actually he he got like he got like real respect for fucking Bakugo. Like Bakugo to like Bakugo is like a, like a nigga to him. He's like yo, listen, like Bakugo Loki is big homie. Not even all my Bakugo is big homie. Bakugo is the one that gave him his put on. Yeah, but then he wanted to beat Bakugo ass to, to show him, like, hey, bro, you was the big homie, but, like, I'm stepping with you. I'm stepping ahead of you, my nigga. Like, yeah, you ain't gonna count me out. I need multiple quirks to get better than my nigga Bakugo. Let's, let's not talk. Let's not talk too crazy now. Because he ain't have no quirk. What do you he, mean? We not he needed that. multiple, not though. He couldn't do it with just off. He couldn't do it with he just did. a power up. He didn't know he had multiple. We didn't figure out he had multiple until, like, two weeks ago in anime. <laughs> Okay, and all I'm saying is that, like, beforehand, when he had one, when it was 1v1, you got his ass whooped. And now, that is, like, four against one. Like, obviously, he's going to win now. You got, like, 80 powers. You you can't blame him for that. He didn't know. I'm not blaming him. I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm just saying, though, like, this nigga needed a whole bunch of boost to just beat this nigga ass. He gonna, like if him and Bakugo fought now, he's definitely beating Bakugo's ass. Not beating his ass. I mean, but of I, course, I would like to see them like have a one v one. Aizawa stare both of them down so they neither one of them could use. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, bro, Bakugo beating the brakes <laughs> off that boy. <laughs> they had to go straight hands, no quirks. Oh, Bakugo putting that man in the dirt. Oh, Bakugo <laughs> punch that nigga out. It's gonna look like one of them junior high fights, bro. Where you were like, "Yo, this nigga really bite like one of them lunchtime." Like, damn, like you can't even come back to school after that. Like, you got to transfer. <laughs> Deku got to transfer if they fall one v one straight hands. Deku got to have to go to another school. He gonna have to go to what, what was it? The the school on the on the east, UA on the west, or whatever that school is on the east. He gonna have to go over there. He gonna have to get in that military uniform shit. <laughs> Hell no, I'm dead. <laughs> Hell no, nah, bro. Bio beat the brakes on them. They fought straight hands. Uh, it wouldn't even be fair. Uh, that shit would be crazy. Like, like, it wouldn't be fair to the point where Deku would probably use a power. Like, he would be getting his ass with that much, or it's like he got to use a weapon. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. I don't think Bakugo has ever actually, like, fought somebody, like, straight hands without using, like, his power. Like, all of his, all of his abilities are based, like, using projection, like, like propelling Bro. himself with the explosion. I don't even know he got real hands. Oh wow, you, you 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 testing my homies? Are you testing this gangster? Let's get man shit. All I'm saying is, you at least Deku had to learn how to fight. 
Deku had to learn how to fight. Bro, Bakugo, if they do straight hands, Bakugo is beating his ass. Do you under, Did you see the type of household Bakugo grew up in? His mama was whooping his ass. That nigga, Bakugo probably been in the field since he was like a man. He been hopped off the porch. Deku just getting, man. Deku group, man, hell no, nah, bro. They go straight hands, man. Bakugo is punching that nigga out. Yeah, I don't know, Chief. I don't know, Chief. But right, well, listen, this is this episode. We're going to end it there. Now, before we do that, before we do that, because yesterday was Father's Day. Who's who's some of your favorite? Oh, yeah. Who's your some of your favorite anime fathers? Oh, uh, Byakuya is probably my number one. Byakuya or Whitebeard. Those are my top two. Like, Whitebeard took in a whole, um, all of these people from different sides of the world, all orphans. Just brought him onto his ship and like, come be my sons. Like he sunned everybody. He even sunned Ace. Like, shout out to shout out to Whitebeard, bro. No matter what. Even when your father wasn't willing to take care of you, he was there to step up and take you in. Like, even when his own son stabbed him in the back during the war, he still hugged him and was like, I still love you. Like, come on, my guy. Like, Whitebeard, Whitebeard is top one. No matter what, that man, that man will never fold. In my heart, he will always be the greatest. <coughs> Excuse me. But shout out to Byakuya from Dr. Stone because that man sold his own car to help fund uh, Senku Dreams. Like that, that was that's that that was some touching shit. Like that man s- sold his own car, gave this man like the entire world when the world got turned into stone and he was out on a on a on a whole expedition, came back to Earth. He literally gave this man the foundation to create these hundred stories and spread them through generations just so the message could get received to Senku and started up a new civilization like with with the people around him. Like Byakuya and Whitebeard, top two. I, I, I respect the Whitebeard. I don't know if I fuck with Senku's father. Nah, he probably he is probably cool. <sighs> Listen, I have issues with all of them. Uh all right. Favorite anime dads outside of myself, because I'm I'm top one anime dad. Toji. Toji my nigga. Toji a real nigga because oh, yeah, he was like Toji was a real nigga because he was like, I don't like I don't fuck with you niggas so much to the point where I'm like, I'll like I'm I'm gonna just take my whole family away from you niggas. Like I I don't want my son to have nothing to do with y'all. Like fuck y'all. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Told you told you a real real nigga dad. Ginga real nigga dad. Uh you know, listen, sometimes I'm gonna stay you gotta, silent on that one. Listen, sometimes you gotta just listen. When you when you see potential in your boy, when you see potential and you're just like, listen, I, I know like I, I trust my son strong enough. He's gonna find me. I fuck with I fuck with Ging. That's a real nigga dad. I don't know who else is some other anime. Dads there's there's a whole that. mentality behind Jing Jing that I like, so I'm not I'm, I'm not against it, but it, it, that, it was that like, provides it was like a deeper discussion. No, he I, I respect Jing. He was like, listen, my son nice with it. Like, watch, my son nice with it. Like, he was like, I don't even need to be my son nice with it. He already knew all friends. See, that's love. That's real love and faith that you have in your kid. You let your kid just kind of just like, you know what? I got so much faith in you. I don't even need to be around. He's like, you're going to figure it out. I know you will. Uh, oh, I, I do got to shout out two more right, people. Oh, but you go ahead. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I can't think of any more anime dads that I fuck with. Um, for me, on one of them is Maze Hughes. 
you know, from FMA. Shout out to that oh, yeah, man. Yeah, like he he was cut down. He was cut down too early. There was somebody who said Shaw Tucker on the post. I I, I seen it. I don't, mm-hmm. Yeah, villain. even yeah, I mean, listen, listen, you know, you know people are gonna throw up the, 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 the ST the ST post every Father's Day. That nigga was a sicko. That nigga was a white ass nigga, bro. I could fuck with that nigga. I don't know. Oh uh, hey, shout out to if if you ever seen ReZero, shout out to Subaru's dad. Uh he popped up for like a hot second in uh season two. It might have been like a little dream thing where he just had a conversation with him, but he he provided Subaru some guidance. That man was the goat, but he was su- he was such a goat that his own son became depressed because he couldn't live up to his father's greatness. And so this man is like, bro, you, you're stupid, bro. Like, why are you even worried about that, man? You're your own person, and even if even if you aren't like going to be as great as me, like if you can just live up to do anything, you're you're half you're half me. So that's just good enough, bro. Like. You don't have to live up to be me. Like that man gave him a pep talk and he wasn't even there. Go go watch ReZero if you haven't. It's a it's a isekai. It's it's really good. Um I don't want to spoil it too much, but I'll just know that that first episode is kind of wild. The first five seconds is kind of wild. Like it, it starts off out of out of pocket, but it's a it's a really good series. Man, we've been all over the place on this episode, but hey, we're we're here. We're at the end. Thank you guys very much for tuning into this week's episode of the Big Eyes Podcast. Make sure that you listen, subscribe, follow the Lookout RNC wherever you listen to podcasts and on all socials. Make sure you uh, listen and subscribe to RNC Radio Live where we got everything for you from sports to wrestling. Shout out to the A-Show. Oh, yeah. Dang, the A-Show got their own. I got to shout them out, too. Shout out the A-Show if you're a fan of wrestling. The A-Show uh, RNC on Twitter and everything. Subscribe to them. Uh, you know, follow One Mage Academy, which is AD's aesthetic page. And, you know, AD, what's the sign off? Read more manga, watch more anime, drink more water, live more life. Get more sleep. I'm going to bed. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> tired Monday morning, bro. Bye.